So how, on God's gray earth, did this... And this... And even this... Become this. I want a ball. I want a party. Big macaroons and a million balloons and performing baboons. Give it to me now. Detours and Outliers, the podcast where we take a closer look at that one album and an artist's discography that sticks out like a sore thumb. It may be their best album, or it may be their worst album, but either way, it's that one album where the artist was so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think whether or not they should. Uh, This week on the panel, we have Matthew Marr. And this is Scott Livingston. Uh, Logan Reynard is out on assignment this week, but luckily we've got ample base nerditude uh, <laughs> represented with our uh, guest this week. We got uh, Rick Thompson, uh, the bassist and singer for the Primus tribute band, Mr. Know It All. Hello. Yes, which is appropriate because this week we will be covering Primus and the Chocolate Factory. Um, before we dig into that, just a reminder, we are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow us socially. And if you want to rate or review or subscribe, we're on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Acast and um, a bunch of other stuff. But, you know, whatever you're listening to us on now, that's it. So enjoy. <laughs> anyway, um, so this album... It's uh, Primus covering the uh, 2005 soundtrack by Danny Elfman to the um, Tim Burton film starring Johnny Depp. Is that correct? <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although just as twisted as that uh, version, I was gonna maybe. Say, which was a, a worse decision to remake Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? This the, album or that The Johnny film? Depp version for sure. Yeah. It was, it was, it was yeah. mistaken on a lot of Yeah, I, I missed that. but um, Yeah. Tim Burton's kind of hit and miss. Yeah, well, that that's yeah. He's he, and it's been a lot more miss than hit of the last, <laughs> shall we say, twenty years. But we're not here to dig into that. We're here to dig into that that movie that gave you all the memes that you love so much. <laughs> that's right. Gene Wilder's best singing of all time. 
Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Did he sing in other things? Or, uh, as far as I know, he's never sung that, before that or since. But he, <laughs> you know, maybe a, a bar or two on some Mel Brooks movie. I yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, Blazing Saddles. I don't know. I was like, yeah, uh, Young Frankenstein. Huh? There you go. Oh, he did. Uh, if you're blue, and right, you're right. There you go. Yeah. Putting on the Ritz. On the Ritz. Patrick Boyle's best performance. Yes. Yeah, Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. Yeah. Peter Boyle. Yeah. An interesting man. Look him up. He's, uh, oh yeah, he's long before everybody loves Raymond. He had quite the career behind him. He, he was in Where the Buffalo Room. Yeah, um, he was in Joe. 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 Yes. Where? He, yeah. Is that the giant gorilla movie? No, that's the one where the 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 uptight Republican goes nuts and starts shooting hippies. Oh, oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. He was also like neighbors and good friends with like John Lennon. Didn't Mike really? Douglas make that? Not Mike Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Falling yeah, yeah. down, yeah. So right, I right, think yeah. is right, basically right. Joe 2.0. Joe 2.0. But yep. enough about that. Let's get into Primus. Um, so who are Primus? I uh, like the members. Which was just in general. I mean, <laughs> what is it? I was going to say, <laughs> most people Primus? probably know Pronona's Big Brown Beaver yes, and, uh, and the South Park theme. And the South Park <laughs> theme, yes. And that is about all they know. Primus so. is their own category in iTunes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Like literally, that they are their own category. <laughs> I was I was talking to my dad for Father's Day earlier, and he's like, Well, who are you talking about today? And I'm like, I don't know how to describe Primus <laughs> to someone who doesn't know Primus. Yeah. Just yeah. a rock band. <laughs> I think they definitely they fit into the the progressive rock category in this in in the in the sense that they are accomplished yes and mm-hmm. and they are definitely doing something different yeah technically mm-hmm. but but they they are definitely you know unlike you know you know whatever King prog rock reminds you yeah. or, they're nothing like that no they have yeah. they have a sense of humor which is they have a big sense of humor helpful lots of funk. yes they are they are yeah. bass centric which is <clears throat> I think they describe themselves as thrash funk. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I mean, the, yeah. yeah, and they have the energy of punk rock for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're 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 not very studious. They look goofy to say the least. Yes, I mean, you can see them on stage, and yeah, but all of them killer musicians. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, it's mostly Les Claypool. They've had a couple of guitarists and or drummers over the years, but it's uh, usually same, a three piece. Same guitarists. Well, for the most he was part, the right? second one, but the same guy that's recorded every yeah, album. Yeah, since, yes. since they yeah. started recording so albums, fairly the same consistent guy, guitarist. Right. Yeah. So it's Herb and, or not Herb, Lur. Lur. Larry Lalonde yeah, is the guitar player, Les Claypool, the bass player. And then, and then uh, yeah, several drummers. Yes. You know, but mostly Tim Alexander. Yeah. And then when he decides to leave, he either gets. Brain. Brain from uh, Buckethead's band. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Praxis. Praxis. And, and other stuff, yeah. Tom Waits. Yeah, Brian Mantia, yeah, Brain. Brain is, yeah. is really, well, All every every musician that's been in that band has been Yeah, great. well, no been one incredible. gets yeah. within 100 feet of Les Claypool unless they know what they're doing. Right, exactly. He's pretty <laughs> exacting. I mean, he's not he's nearly up. as dictatorial as, say, Frank Zappa, but, you know. Yeah, he is pretty strict. Yeah, his standards are high. <laughs> but this isn't just Primus. This is also the Fun Guy Ensemble. Correct. Uh, which is just two guys. Which is yeah, two guys. Which I mean, that alone makes this a bit of an outlier because usually they played pri- on the of Fun Guy Info Les yeah. Claypool solo album, which is where they got yeah. the name hmm. Fun Guy Ensemble. So. But yeah, the Fun Guy Ensemble <laughs> has not really existed as a separate unit but it's right they've expanded <laughs> to a five piece as opposed to the traditional three piece for this album mm-hmm. and they do cover the entire what was it 1971 film 
soundtrack? 70-something? 71, I think. 71, yeah. So, I mean, everybody knows that movie. They know the the memes. They know Gene Wilder. Um, Usually when a band does a cover album, it's for one of two reasons. Either, or it could be a combination of both. Um, Either they are, you know, writer's block. They are out of ideas. Or they really, really like the material. Mm Mm-hmm. Which do you think, or what percentage of which is it here? Les said it's 100% because he liked the material. Yeah. Yeah, he said he grew up with that movie, and, and it was, like, really weird. Um, well, I mean, most people don't want to admit they have writer's block, so no one says, yes, I'm out of ideas, <laughs> so I'm putting out Moondog Matinee, or what was that David Bowie? Yeah, well, one? didn't they, they They were thinking of, uh, of um, well, you know, he had done sort of, album covers before i remember um you know there was the frog brigade that he was with and they did uh pink floyd's animals yeah which was um which was pretty cool and you know and they had a couple of uh you know uh, kind of smaller ep-ish cover albums right you know just just stuff that they liked right just throwing that out there um but um but as, as far as you know the concept thing um uh this this does seem like it would be a natural fit because yeah. it is very, yeah. it is, you know, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the book, the movie, all very colorful, all very um, weird. Whimsical. Whimsical, yeah. right. Yeah. And, and a Dark little, and disturbing with a candy coating. Right, Absolutely. exactly. Which yes, describes yeah. Primus perfectly. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but much like, you know, say, you know, when it was announced that Tim Burton and Johnny Depp and Danny Elfman were going to do it, you're like, that sounds like a great idea on paper. Right, yeah. right. And, and, and so, then you got to yeah, <laughs> judge the actual... The well, and the, the, uh, the, um, you know, I, 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 uh, okay. I've been a, a very big, uh, Primus fan for a long time, but I will admit that, um, I think the last, the last thing that I, I got of theirs was green Naga hide, yeah. mm-hmm. which was, which is, you know, several years ago now already. And I haven't really, uh, paid attention to what they've been doing, what they've been doing since. So this is, they put out a new album about, um, based on a children's book. Oh yeah, about yeah. rainbow goblins. Oh, interesting. And it's very prog rocky and so it's very good. Yeah, they're yeah, going yeah. into that they might be giants playing for kids kind <sighs> of I don't know direction. If, I don't know if you'd play that for kids, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, but at least you know, at yeah. least on the surface, yeah. titled for kids. Exactly. Well, and and uh, you know, so I, I hadn't you know I didn't know that they had done this, uh, you know, um, Primus and the Chocolate Factory, and so I listened to it. You know, I've listened to it uh, attentively. Uh, three times now. Yeah. The first time I listened to it, I was like, "I do not like this. Mm-hmm. I do not like this at all." Sam, I am. And then, yeah. and then the, uh, and then the, um, uh, the second time I listened to it, I was like, "Okay, I'm, you know, there, there, there's a lot going on here. I, I'm, I'm starting to see, you know, the way the arrangements are put together, and there's certainly a lot of effort went into, you yeah, know, they reconfiguring just, you know, these songs and the like, yeah. and the production I liked a lot. And I think the third time I listened to it, I started to get a lot more of the, a lot more of the, um. The humor that went through, yeah, know, that that kind of flows through the whole thing. There are still mm-hmm. some spots that are pretty. Um, um, well, that when you commit to covering a whole album, you have to do the, the songs that are good for you, as well as the songs that are right a bit more right. of a challenge. Right. Which well, is and why. it kind of reminds me of because he has to sing all the characters. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like doing the Tommy. You know, yeah. who's Tommy? Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. And so you know, he's singing "Cheer Up Charlie," which is a, the, the mom, and yeah. he's singing you know "Golden Ticket," which is the grandpa. And, and the then, Candyman. Yeah, and, and and I read a quote where he said he wanted to do Candyman like an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. So or or no, like a like a like a 
drug pusher kind there of thing. Go. Elvis impersonator drug pusher. So it kind oh, of yeah. sort of like comes the, across uh, that way. Yeah. yeah. Like well, the Grateful he, Dead's Candyman. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, for all of Les's strengths, uh, vocal range is not really his forte. <laughs> so it's not like yeah. he can embody different people. I mean, if you had not told me he was trying to do that, I would not have known. Because <laughs> yeah. Les sounds like Les. And, yep. and Lur sings a song. Yep. Which is it's, definitely makes this an outlier. I'm, I wonder never if been done before. The only yeah. Primus song where Les doesn't sing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. it, we can get into that, but I mean, was yeah. that something yeah. Lur wanted to do? Or I don't something? know how that happened. I, I tried to like find that information. A, and a I quick couldn't. one scenario <laughs> where, you know, the, he was sort of forced into it or... I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, you know, maybe it was a vocal range thing. Who knows? Yeah. But, Who knows? Or he just got tired. He's like... Yeah, but you know, yeah, they, yeah. Well, we'll listen to it. And we'll see. Well, if, yeah, we'll see we'll if we can figure track, it out. But so the the fungi ensemble. So we have the usual bass, guitar, and drums, and they the Matt Dillon plays like vibraphone and marimba, so yep. tuned percussion, and the other guy's a cellist, cellist. I believe. Yeah. Yep. And I think those are two good additions to it. It wasn't like you know adding in a, a rhythm guitarist or something. Right. You know, yeah. I kind of listening to this album, I was like, you know, I think. I think some marimba would go good on some other Primus songs. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, Vibra- Primus, Vibraphone, isn't it? Well, Vibraphone on some tracks, marimba on others. The difference is mostly how heavy the freaking instrument is. And how is. it's recorded, really, <laughs> yeah. is probably, the, you know, yeah. has more to do with yeah. anything. Um, yeah, I was going to say, too, that that um, I, I, uh, I was thinking about, you know, at first I was like, well, okay, maybe, maybe they, they, Maybe this was the wrong album. I mean, the wrong album for them to cover because it was too, too close to what they do. Close to what they do. That it might be fun to to see if they wanted to do a musical. Maybe something really strange. You know, like Paint Your Wagon or My Fair Lady. My Fair Lady. (laughs) Sound of of music. Yeah, yeah, the sound of music. Right. Oh, Oklahoma. But uh, you know, but but um, Jesus Christ. There you go. But the the timber, the the timbre on this album, and the arrangements and the like, they they started to remind me a lot of of um, Pork Soda, which is which is I think the really you know I, I did like. Uh, you know, the albums that preceded Pork Soda, you know, I was a, a Primus fan pretty early on, but that album, when it came out, when I first heard that, I I was confused. I didn't get what was going on. Yeah, it was different from yeah. them at the time, yeah. And now it just seems natural. Like, like yeah. oh, this is this is it brilliant. It's fits great. into their canon perfectly. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And so, and I think that that's kind of, you know, this reminds me of that. And some of it, I think, just has to do with the stringed instruments. Yeah. You know, that that, mm-hmm. that feature prominent on some of those. Yeah, those well, and he plays songs. electric upright on a lot of the songs on this, too. Yeah. So yeah. you have the, the electric upright and the cello. Yeah. And yeah. they both play off each other pretty yeah, well. He's, yeah, he's doing a lot of Boeing. A lot of Boeing. A lot of Arco. Yes. <laughs> so, well, shall we dig into this? Let's, I mean, the first track is sort of the overture, Hello Wonkites. I mean, I, I don't recall what it sounded like on the original. It's just called the overture, I think, on the yeah. original. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're messing with some stuff, clearly, but yeah. Is that two upright basses? I think he just loops it around. Oh, yeah. yeah, when they did it live, he, he set up a loop on his. Uh, on 
as Looper. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's not much to it. I mean, it's it's very atmospheric. It's which you know, for an overture, an instrumental is appropriate, but you know, it's not really setting you up for what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But they they play the. Uh... The yeah, theme, the there's theme. a few theme. Uh, at least one theme comes through. Yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. the, the yeah, yeah. world of imagination, <laughs> which is probably the the big hit. Well, I maybe Candyman is the the hit, but yeah. that was more of the Sammy Davis hit, than right, the right. Willy Wonka hit. <laughs> but there's a couple of songs in this soundtrack that have scarred children for generations <laughs> now. And yes, we will get to them. But I mean, clearly, it was always a a movie that was had a dark undertone to it, and that's really what Primus is leaning into here. I think that's yeah. a lot of children's movies, though. That you need yeah, you the need ones a... that that resonate and stick aren't all fluff and right. You need you mm-hmm. need some kind of darkness, and you know whether it be Cruella Deville or or whomever, or something yeah. that something that scares you a little yeah. bit. I think this one this one I think does resonate and has resonated for so long because I think it 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 hits at things that are that are kind of you know, terrifying things that just aren't upfront. Yes, like mm-hmm. a, like a mean, nasty person. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. a you know, confusing environments and and um, yeah. Well, and and a lot of the message of at least the original book, which is translated through to every adaptation, is these are things that are wrong with kids today. Kids should be punished <laughs> right, for doing right, them. Right, right, yeah, and, yeah. And it is strict and and unforgiving yes, yeah. and harsh. And the Oompa Loompas tell you exactly what you did wrong. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> there's no subtlety in the message. It's, no. They will come out and say, Oompa Loompa, you chew gum too much. You go to hell now. Right. <laughs> and, and, we know, and we know who's to blame. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's not the kid. The mother and the father. <laughs> Indeed, which is, again... Dark, but yet that yes. makes it appropriate. <laughs> but I mean, there's not much to say about the the opening track, and I mean, I don't think if the overture weren't in the soundtrack, they would have bothered to cover it. Yeah, it doesn't really not. say anything. But although you know, th- you know, interestingly enough, that it's um, this is very Primus like in that many of their albums start with these little vignettes. That's a really good yeah, point. Yeah, like the sailing the seas of cheese right. intro, and yeah, that's a really yeah, yeah. good point. Well, yeah, maybe or the prelude to a crawl on right, right, uh, yeah, yeah. the Green Naga. Right, right. Yeah, right. No, you got to you really got to set point. the audience up, I guess. So yes. Yeah. Well, more bands should do overtures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that should be the new thing. <laughs> that should be the new thing. We put the call out to all bands out there. Your next do overtures. One. Yes. Give us themes, like little med- medleys of all yes. the, the themes in your songs. So we know what to expect when That's they right. happen. We think we know the song. Even so we recognize it, it when it comes back around. Exactly. We're like, hey, I heard that already. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of songs we've heard already, shall we get to uh, Sammy Davis's number one smash? The Candyman. Noises. Yeah. 
sunrise. And they do take their time before they get to the vocals on not just this track, but pretty yeah, much everything. Set you up. <laughs> See, it's his Elvis impersonator. Indeed. Look at him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> the Candyman, Cam. The Candyman. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm clearly a huge Primus fan. Yeah, this, this oh. is, yeah, this is, this is. Well, now that you mentioned Sammy Davis, I'm not sure which is more disturbing. But, but this one, this one, he decided to play this dark, which was already a dark song. Yeah. Yes. Right, and you know, and so, so, you know, this could have been part of my initial reaction to it too. It's like, okay, you're, you're getting really, really close to that line where, where, um, yeah. where this is inappropriate. Inappropriate, <laughs> right? Right. Not just. Not just a little creepy, We're not just right? scaring yeah. kids here. We're yeah, we're worried for their safety. <laughs> right. But but you know, but then you know, so and that that does I think create a little bit of confusion in, in the uh, the album as a whole because I think it is uh, it, it's pretty lively and um, well, you know, it has ebbs and flows. Yeah. But I mean but I mean, you know, you're you're kinda setting this up being that it's the first right? that the first song with Eric, you're setting this up that this is gonna be something dark. Yeah, and then it's David Lynch's. Right, and, yeah. and but then it's not. Chocolate you know, no. and then, you know, so yeah. song like this that you only have, have one direction to go you can't make it any sweeter and softer exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah yeah that's true who can take the rainbow like i can't see them doing it that way no no yeah. i can't even see them listening to that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and who knows you know like, uh, like uh, maybe maybe them well, you know, I don't want to. I, sh- I shouldn't read too much into it, right? I mean, it could have the sort of the drug dealer element to it, but you know, part of it is part of it's subversive too. Yeah. You know, the whole the whole idea that it's like, look, you know, like what do parents not want you to do? They don't want you to have candy. Right? <laughs> exactly. You know, and right. so you're gonna we're going to subvert that. Yes. Yes. Authoritarian. <laughs> yes. Parental control. Just say no to chocolate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dare to keep your kids off of chocolate. Well, yeah. Sugar's very addictive, though. So, it, know, yeah. It well, you know, point. there are certainly healthier things to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does, you know, one thing your mom was correct about, it rots your teeth. That is true. No, one, no one's been able to argue that point either way. <laughs> so true. does meth. But, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, shall we go on to a... Cheer up, Charlie. Speaking of the mom, here is Les singing as the mom. Like everyone but me and Grandpa Joe can make your trouble go away, blow away. There they go. Cheer up, Charlie. Give me a smile. What happened to the smile I used to know? way you can think of <laughs> yeah again they're they're really leaning into the creepy which you know but then it goes into does this make really it a nice, little yeah monochromatic sometimes but you know and the thing is you know 
Pure Imagination and Candyman are huge hits that everyone knows. I don't really remember the other songs from this album as well. Yeah, so I have to go back and listen to the distorting original. Distorting or deconstructing yeah. them is less of a challenge when it's not as familiar. You can be yeah. more straightforward, and I think that's kind of what this song does. Oh, yeah. This is more With true the, to the like, original. tablas or whatever that hand drum yeah. is. And definitely pots and pans. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone would be cheered up by this song. No. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would be cheered up by the original, actually. Again, they're, they're taking their the time origi- to get to the... The original's kind of creepy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that whole out... Yeah, the whole thing is creepy. The roll doll book and the movies. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, you, if they had just put a banjo on there, that would be Kermit the Frog. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, Poor so Les with his, <laughs> with his uh, nasally voice. Yeah. I, I can sympathize. That's why I, I do well in a Primus tribute band, because I have a nasally voice as well. Well, you work with what you got. Exactly. Right? Well, and, you know, which is part of the genius of, of Primus. Well, like, and you, I can see yeah. why Tom Waits understood what they were coming from. He's like, yeah, I work with what I got, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you, yeah, right. But it, it just, it, 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 I, you know, I don't want to. Flog the dead horse, but that's Kermit's voice right there. Yeah. Cheer up, Charlie. <laughs> well, and he's leaning into it. He's Show not me. doing the creepy drug pusher. He's trying to be as sincere as he can. He's trying, he's trying to, to his, sing like the mom. And yeah. There's a reason why he's Kermit not you know, fronting an orchestra and doing you know songs from the Great American Songbook. Yeah. Although well, that would be interesting. Yeah. Well, you there know, you go. A lot of a lot of um, show tunes too are they're they're so um, uh, they're so vocal dependent they, but lyric and vocal dependent yeah right? so exposition it, is being <clears throat> delivered so you have to hear every word right. they're saying and so so it is so i do think it is it is good that that they um you know they they veered from you know they didn't just get a score and try to replicate, replicate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah and i think the, the mm-hmm. fact that each song has like about a minute before the vocals comes in is important because this is a short album too it's like 33 minutes yeah, so yeah. if they had done I think that's why the soundtrack didn't come out on vinyl is because there's not that many songs on it, actually. Uh, I mean, there's Oompa Loompa, which is repeated like four times. Yeah. Pure Imagination, Candyman, and a couple others. But yeah, it's probably all fit on one side of a vinyl LP if you bought it, so. Probably would. I I bought it on iTunes, so I don't know. (laughs) I think I had it on CD at some point, but it's been a while. The uh, the uh, the original, you mean? The original, yes. Yeah, 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 the original. That's for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheer up, Charlie! Charlie. You've got a golden ticket. I never thought my life could be anything but catastrophe. Suddenly, I begin to see a bit of good luck. I never had a chance to shine Never a happy song to sing Suddenly half the world is mine What an amazing thing I I gotta say, I love this version This is, and this is the most primacy to me Because he 
because this slap bass line in yeah. it. Well, it's it, just so... I think the even the original sounds the most primacy of the whole soundtrack. It is the most upbeat of all the songs on here. Most of the songs are kind of slow and. <laughs> Or maybe this is his Elvis impersonator song. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he's just waking up. Actually, I think, I think this is his Elvis one. And of course, they have to make it creepy primus at the beginning. Yeah, that is very. <laughs> that the. The obnoxious answering slide guitar is very much what you expect from Prime Primus. This this bass look part right here, this little that little slap right, bass right, line. Yeah. That's so Les Claypool right there. Yeah, that is the definition of what Les does. Yeah. If you don't like it, you you're not gonna you're not gonna like <laughs> Primus if you yeah, don't like just, that. <laughs> He also plays, uh, when he's not playing the electric upright, yeah. he's playing a uh, dobro bass. Oh, so, of course. Yeah. So that's that's part of that twang sound you're hearing in that yeah. bass is a dobro. Yeah, and it's it's blurred, too. Those guitar parts are, yeah. are very, very... Yeah, it's definitely Primus yeah. playing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my, you know, as far as... as, far as uh, um, well, yeah, rock guitar players go. Blur's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's brilliant a, in his own way. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, well, well and the fact that he's willing to be overshadowed says yeah. a lot about Lure because yeah. a lot of <clears throat> guitarists are not okay with the bass being that front and center. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, pretty much Lure and the parade of people who've come and gone through the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I mean, Larry's really good at, at taking that that sideways approach to playing guitar because he couldn't really play in. just strumming chords yeah over exactly what less is less strumming does. out at all you know he, yeah he's less got, is playing bass and rhythm guitar all at the same time and larry yeah. has to fit in there somehow yeah so. and i do know that uh he, he's a big fan at least according to guitar player magazine he's a very big fan of um uh, zappa's guitar playing you know, I could see that Frank Zappa's guitar playing, and mm-hmm. and I, I remember once he described it as, which I thought was fairly brilliant. He said it was. Uh, he goes, yeah. When I first heard, you know, Frank Zappa's guitar playing, it sounded to me like somebody gave Bobby Brady an electric guitar and told him to just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so so like you said sideways. It just yeah, seems yeah. so like like. This isn't what you're supposed to do with a guitar, but it works. And, uh, but Larry can shred too. I mean, he took, oh, yeah, he took lessons with Joe Satriani. Oh, he's he's a player. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've I've been to a zillion Primus shows, and oh, I've yeah. heard some brilliant stuff from Larry. Man, that guy. And there's a, yeah, there's a few. You know, there's always there's always songs in a, in a set that he'll that he gets to stretch out on, and it's yeah. always it's always fantastic. Yeah. And this is sort of the song on this album where they get to stretch out. I mean, it's over five minutes. They, I think yeah, the original ta- version everybody takes a solo in this one. It's only it's, like it's a cool. minute and a half, and they they they're having their fun with this. Yeah, one. they jam out in the middle. Yeah, which is appropriate because it it rocks more than anything else on this album. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the highlight of the whole album. Is this one? Yeah, it's brilliant. Love it. So we'll go on to... I clearly uh, like this album a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what to do with the, the next track, which is all of four seconds long. Learn on and off. 
<laughs> I mean, so true to the soundtrack, the original. Yeah. Like in the movie, he had to play the flute thing. Yeah. It was like, to open a door, I think. Yeah. And then, oh, and then yeah, the lady yeah. says Rachmaninoff, which is a joke because that's yeah. Mozart. Yeah. So that was there. So they turn it into Lermanov. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. And See, I think it's like, five seconds, but yeah. Yeah, but you know, if you're, again, that's one of the downfalls of covering an entire album as opposed to just the songs you like off an album. Yeah. I just wonder how, you know, I would have liked to have been there just to see how long it took him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that something we do in between takes or was that, you know, a whole day exercise? Exactly. Like, how do you play this thing? Okay, well, we loop that for second and a half. But we go from there to the big song from the, the album, the one that's been used in countless commercials. Now this guitar part, you're like, that's so weird and creepy. And then you listen to the back to the original. And that's in there, yeah. like in the string section or something. Yeah, they, and you're yeah they're, like, they're emphasizing the darkness. They're yeah. not adding the darkness. Yeah, it's there. It's Originally, it's that creepy. It's kind of like dream state, you know? Yeah. Well, the backwards guitar is very, <laughs> you know, yeah. trippy, dreamy. There's the pots and pans and the drum. Yeah. Well, and the, the marimbas going off, yeah. which I, again, I really... After listening to something, they need a, a vibraphonist just all at all <laughs> times. It was such a good. That would fit. Well, I like when they get to the melody. Everybody's playing the melody. Yeah. Bass, guitar, vibraphone. Everybody is just playing that melody because yeah. You can't get away from it, so you might as well just just <laughs> make it obvious. Jump yeah. on it. Yeah. And then we have the weird tritone thing until we get to the <laughs> melody again. Which again isn't unusual for Primus. No, it they, just happens to they already do a lot be of there. Flatted yeah. fits. That's one of their things. Kind of a, a unrunning joke in Mr. Know It All. Yeah. Is we're like, hey, what you know, what key is this song in? And we're like, we're not sure, but it's a diminished scale. <laughs> yeah. It's always a diminished scale. I'm gonna scale. tell you it's a diminished scale right now. <laughs> yeah. What, what key is it in? Well, it could be several. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, it depends depends on, on how you define keys yeah. and uh... keys are arbitrary in premise. <laughs> Whatever it is, there's lots of accidentals involved. <laughs> When in doubt, flat to five. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> well, I mean, the original is, as much as it's supposed to be like this uplifting anthem of believe in yourself, is kind of, you know, come with me. It's a very cult leader yeah. kind of thing. It's not like believe in yourself. It's like believe in me and I will show you the world. Like, <laughs> again, it's very Candyman-esque. I mean. Yeah, yeah. But this was the Gene, Gene Wilder saying this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Which I think it may be why the melody is so, yeah, limited in range. I mean, 
do do yeah. do. I think that's you know maybe a fifth like out there. Yeah, we're on the pure imagination. Yeah, it yeah, is they're not way. challenging Gene, which <laughs> I'm sure Gene appreciated. But yeah, do we know a whole lot about who wrote the original? I mean, Andy Newley. I didn't look it up. I I know he's a guy that was like a big inspiration to both David Bowie and David Jones. Is that right? Yeah, he's like really big in England. Does lots of these like show tuney. Sha-ha-ha, gonna build a mountain <laughs> kind of songs. Really? Yeah. Why they hired him huh. to write the music to this, I'm not sure, but... So David Jones and David Jones. Yeah. Both, both David Jones. Both Davy Joneses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they first started out, I mean, if you listen to like pre-68, pre-Space Odyssey, Davy Jones, yeah. Davy Bowie, it's very much that sort of, huh. you know... Is it really? Ragtimey... Ha ha ha! Leon Redbone kind of thing. Really, I had no idea. Yeah, oh, I gotta hear he that. got past it yeah. once he hit Space Odyssey and started there's, making money. There's a podcast for you guys right there. There you go. Early David Bowie that sounds like Leon yeah. Redbone. He never quite <laughs> finished any of those albums, which is oh, he didn't. Oh no. well, then maybe. a lot of singles came out, and then he would be fired by his label because they wouldn't sell because you know everyone wanted the original Andy Newley. For whatever reason, oh. I guess he was the guy. Yeah, he was the guy, and oh, interesting. Huh. And, so, and we remember Gene Wilder. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> this could be an outlier for Andy Newley as well. So, yeah. right, 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 huh? Be darned, I had no idea. So now we go on to the first of the four Oompas. I think there's three of them. There's there there number three or, three or four. There's four. Four? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because you have the four kids. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate the fact they didn't just use the same backing for each of them, but yeah, they're they, very They similar. actually played it four, four times, times, but yeah. it's basically But it's basically four <laughs> takes of the same song with yeah. different lyrics on it. <laughs> the Oompa Loompas might have been the most disturbing part of the whole movie. They were movie. very... I mean, imagine a... An orange-faced man with unnatural-looking hair giving you orders and telling you how you're wrong. I mean, yeah, yeah, painted little people, yeah, right, who do their master's bidding. It's very, yeah, weird, odd. Yeah. I mean, in the the version with Tim Burton, they had the same guy playing all the Oompa Loompas using yeah, CGI, that was weird. and that's huh. made it less creepy actually, because you could. You could deal with them, but these were going to kill you. (laughs) Again, this is a... I don't know how many kids actually started, like, dieting and exercising after this (laughs) song, but it scared the crap out of kids, I'm sure. (laughs) I love the way he sings it. Is 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 he using... Well, it could be anything. It could be a plug-in, anything. It sounds like what he uses live when he uses that like harmonica yeah, use that microphone. Green, the green bullet microphone. Yeah, the green bullet microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a little distortion in the voice. Yeah, a little the... telephony. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Yep, he probably does use that one. And I, I think, think Mark Sandman gave him that mic. Huh. Seems appropriate. Yeah. And the thing is, this is a song that would be very easy for them to stretch out on, and probably they would have liked to have just done one Oompa Loompa that was eight <laughs> minutes long as opposed to four that were all a minute and a half, but again, yeah. they're constrained by the, the album running order and whatnot. So, yep. But when they did this show live, they had two guys, or girls, who, I don't know, <laughs> it's hard to tell with giant Oompa Loompa heads and dance during the show. 
Oh, how they danced. Oh, how they danced. Were they in in danger of trotting (laughs) upon the Stonehenge? That's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) I know that Willy Wonka is now a Broadway musical, but I don't know if they're using this score or if they wrote new music songs or oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, when I was looking it up that was the first thing that popped up is at the DCPA in September come see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, oh, yeah, I should yeah. say that the film too was more it was more um half musical I guess, right? Yeah, there yeah. were long stretches where no one was singing. Right, yeah. right. So, I mean, huh. uh, which I appreciate in a musical. Well, right. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, so. tune in next week we're going to we got a doozy for you, but <laughs> We'll move on to the next track. One of the scariest songs ever in the original recording, which... That was just the Wondrous Boat Ride. Semi-Wondrous. The semi, yeah, they call it the Semi-Wondrous. I think it's the Wondrous Boat Ride in the original. It could very well be. Maybe it's Semi-Wondrous. Yes. You wonder about that Semi. <laughs> Somehow this version... Still isn't as scary as the original. No, and I think part of it is just because we've had so much creepiness and darkness leading up to it. This doesn't stick out that as could much. Be it. Yeah. But on Willy Wonka, that you know original. Oh, it's so weird. Two minutes of film and accompanying soundtrack still scars kids to this day. <laughs> Light show and all that. Yeah. And the crazy look in Gene Wilder's eyes. Oh yeah, Gene and... Wilder can be a scary ass guy. Yeah. I mean that's one difference between Willy Wonka and your average Disney film. You don't have like. Cruella DeVille just the evil or maleficent right, right. bad person. Willy Wonka's both. She he's both he's the both Disney princess Disney. and yeah. the one who's going to take you to his cave and kill you. So <laughs> I think that's an important lesson for well, kids. Well he to just learn. won't let you win, basically, yeah. is what it is. You lose! He's the gatekeeper. <laughs> yes. So how how, how composed is it, do you think? This bit? I mean, the, it's mostly sound effects in the original one with, you know, Gene Wilder doing his best, you know, creepy children's voice nursery rhyme. Around the world and back again, that's the same. <laughs> boat is always going, and we do not know where it's going, but he shows no signs of slowing, and we're always going to be going. I don't know what it is, but it is. <laughs> You know, threatening in that, like, you know, creepy kid in the back of a horror movie kind of way. That's, you know. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how it's many bad trips involved by Gene Wilder's face with various lights flashing on it. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, like, like I suppose, I'm trying to think, you know, because I, I saw that many times when I was a kid. I think that kind of scared me, but I always thought, you know, there were other parts that freaked me out more, like being sucked through the pneumatic tube. Oh, yeah. Or being turned into a giant. There's a yeah, lot giant of giant blueberry. This is kind of a horror movie for the eight and under set. And the, and the burp bubble fan. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. yeah, when they're floating up, they're right. going to get and they're, chopped. They're chopped up, right? Yeah. There's a lot of Danger. death or dismemberment. Yeah. It's very real and, you know. Yeah. Being shrunk down to the size of, but it was reassuring though. They did say that that um, you know, like with when the giant blueberry that should yeah. be pumped or better <laughs> in a what? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how much that was added by the movie, and because I've not read the book, I have a feeling the book they're just you're trapped as a giant blueberry or a tiny 
microscopic person Ugh. or stretched into a TV tube forever. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever the horrible, you know, <clears throat> punishment that fit the crime. Which right, right. Some of the crimes seem a little more um, <laughs> severe than others. Yeah. Well, no one rolled dull. I think I did read the book when I was a kid. I don't yeah. remember, but I mean, he, yeah, his books are. You know, like James and the Giant Peach just has its yeah, he's its not dark a, side and the witches and yeah, he's not a well. It he, must be appealing to, to children. Yeah, yeah. well, I yeah, loved I mean, him when I was a kid. I read all those. They're still books. popular. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, they're still making movies out of these books for yeah, a reason. I read, yeah, uh, there was something. I think I might have been in a doctor's office yeah. reading like a Psychology Today or something like this, <laughs> right? That that apparently that apparently kids need to be able to process um, scary feelings. Well, yeah, it's, you're and this need brings it. up the scary feelings and allows them to deal a, with them. It's yeah. semi-safe way, but right. it, yeah. it's definitely real scares in there. Yeah, yeah. and it'll also teach them not to watch too much TV <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or chew too much gum. Uh-uh. Yeah, that one always struck me as odd. I'm like, oh, I could see why you don't want kids getting fat and watching TV all the time, but gum. I guess it was a bigger deal when he wrote it. Or in, in Singapore, it's it's like getting caned. Oh if yeah, you, if you. Uh, Spit your gum on the sidewalk. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Don't really? do it. Yeah. Chewing gum is a crime, basically. Oh, I tell you. Because it's filthy. The thing is, I hardly ever chew gum. Even as a kid, you know, I'd have fruit stripe every now and then, but it was not a, a major addiction of Fruit mine. stripe, the one that the, la- the flavor lasted for about five chews. And then well, exactly. <laughs> That's the problem with gum is yeah. you get bored before it's done. Exactly. And then you're stuck with, like, goop in your mouth. Yeah. That's why I never care for it. I'm like, well... <laughs> I'm chewing and I'm not getting full. What the hell's the point? I like the ones that had the little cartoon in it with guys named Mort. Oh, yeah, like. yeah. Those always felt, you know, anachronistic even when I was a kid. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Like, like from another time. Yeah, like uh, cats always, and jammer kids or something. I always bite my cheek so I don't chew them. Yeah. 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 So we've learned, we've learned one of Roald Dahl's we were, lessons. We learned one lesson at least, yeah. Shall we move if on to the next one? If you get nothing else from this today, it's that chewing gum is... Wait, what is the lesson from today about chewing gum? Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> or you'll be like Violet, which That's is right. apparently this Oompa's lesson. Again, it starts with these like war drums, like you expect the, a tribe of you know horse riding warriors to be cresting the hill. <laughs> I love that. I love that description. How dare you chew gum? <laughs> An army of Oompa Loompas crests the hill. Was Violet the giant blueberry? I think she was uh, yeah. the yeah, she's the gum chewer, so she turned into the Or was that Veruca Salt? Oh, Veruca yeah. was the, the the rich girl. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the spoiled one. The I little, want it now. I want the bitchy it now. girl, yeah, yeah. Melody, though, even though it's just being played on the bass right now, it, you're just like, I can get down to this. Yeah, it's awesome. You listen to me. Gum chewing's fine when it's once in a while. It stops you from smoking and brightens your smile. But it's repulsive, revolting, and wrong. Chewing and chewing all day long. The way that a cow does. It stops you from smoking and brightens your smile. So there's good parts. Yeah. If you're chewing sugarless gum, four out of five dentists recommend it. Um. <laughs> I love it. Don't chew it all day long. Indeed. 
I mean, it's one of those things I saw in lots of movies where the teacher would come out and spit your gum out, Mister. Blah blah blah. But I never, I've never remembered that being an issue as a kid. Yeah, I don't either, actually. It may have been like one of those things back in the fifties when that was all kids could afford to buy before you know we realized we could exploit children as a commercial demographic. All they could afford were you know five cent pieces of bubble gum. So they gum, yeah. But it gets in hair, gets in seeds. I mean, yeah, I'm not you know, yeah. pro gum by any stretch, <laughs> but I just don't think it's a, a huge issue. Not by uh, by, like not all day standards. long. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. If it, it keeps you from smoking, that's okay. Yeah. Well, much as you know, given the choice between like a crack habit, yeah, and gum. Yeah, I wonder if I Violet had a problem with smoking. There you go. Well, maybe that's hey. <laughs> it was all nicotine did any, gum. Did anybody ask Violet? If she was chewing gum to quit smoking. Yeah. Did anybody think to do that in this movie? Nobody's nobody's talking to the kids. Nobody thought about her feelings. What about the children? (laughs) What about the children? Speaking of of, uh, (laughs) musicals, um, my favorite line from Oliver is, shut up and drink your gin. (laughs) Well, that was child rearing back in the uh, Dickensian days. Uh, I know some kids that could use some gin. But oh, yeah. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> we can do some editing. We'll take that out of context. That'll be the... We'll just play it at the beginning. There you go. Well, they discovered Ritalin, so gin, gin isn't as necessary. Indeed. Well, shall we go on to the, the next track, the, the lure track? I want a bean feast. Cream buns and donuts and fruitcakes with no nuts So good you could go nuts Primus, and you're not less, and you finally got a chance to sing, you would want to sing in a less, less way. <laughs> he seems to be doing like a, a less impersonation, just Maybe not he's as been good. in Primus for so long, that's but just... Just what he thinks singing is. Yeah. <laughs> I want the world. yeah, when I first when I first heard it, I was like, is that less? Is it like a... Yeah. Well, I can see why they don't lean on him to sing much, because, you know... His voice is thinner. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have as much not presence. As rich, yeah, yeah. Probably just because he's not done it, that's yeah. often. This has a very sort of, I don't know what scale it is. guitar yeah, thing Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That Dick Dale. A little spaghetti Arabic western. Kinda. Yeah, 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 right, <laughs> yeah. right. I wonder if the band Veruca Assault ever covered this. I that would have been ironic. They should have. Don't you think? Yeah, they should. I want to wear it's waltzy, right? It is. It is. They are leaning into the waltz, too. all three, four times. I dig this tune. Yeah, this yeah. is a fun one. The Dick Dale guitar is great on this. Man. It might have been better if Les had sung it, but I don't think it hurts anything. <laughs> no, I kind of like it. I think it's, it's nice a- to... Give. It's a refreshing change yeah. for us to get there. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it is, it's a very guitar-heavy song. Maybe that was just part of the yeah. thing. This is the single card showcase, but it has lyrics, so you got to do it. Yeah. Or maybe Les was like, I've done my crackhead impression, or my, my drug dealer impression, I've done my Elvis, I've done my mom. But I don't know all... how to do a little girl, so... Exactly. Yeah, Larry, you do this one, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Les will not be auditioning for SNL anytime soon. <laughs> exactly. If, if nothing else, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, like you said, maybe maybe it would be better with Les in it, but you know, we wouldn't be able to talk about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's like, I appreciate is, the outlier. This I, is Lur song. You know? I, I would like to hear a whole Lur album. Yeah, I would too. I actually. think he's actually made some solo stuff, but I think it's like dance music or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that might have to be under purview of this. Yeah, that's podcast. like like a Keith Moon. You know, he does a solo album and yeah. it's like surf tunes. And it's yeah. Like, wait, wait, what? What happened to you know <laughs> Animal, the Wild Drummer, right? Yes. You know, like, well. Cobwebs and strange. Yeah. <laughs> very, very strange. No, that's I, I like I, this song's pretty cool. But I'm a yeah. guitar player, so you know that helps. Yeah. yeah, it's great guitar in that song. I love that song. And I then, think I've said I've loved that song to all of these though, yeah, so yeah, far. Well, maybe not this one. Oompa Vruka. Because we have to learn the lesson, which we couldn't figure out. You know, <laughs> which is, you know, parents are to blame. It's all your fault. <laughs> Young whippersnappers, get off my lawn. <laughs> Always a slightly different intro. Yeah, but it is Same song, always but opens with drums, but yeah. yeah. This has a little more of that Arabic feel, too. Yeah, maybe to tie it in on the last song, yeah. I don't know. I imagine they recorded all the oompas back-to-back, but maybe they, they recorded the first three songs, did an oompa, next three songs, did an oompa. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. A lot of fun guy on this song. Yeah, yeah. Some, some serious cello. I've got another puzzle for you. Oompa loompa doopa dee dee. If you are wise, you will listen to me. Who do you blame when your kid is a brat? Pampered and spoiled like a Siamese cat. Blaming the kids is a lion of shame. You know exactly who's to blame. Video games. Video games. It's Slayer. They were listening to Slayer backwards. That's what did it. Violent movies. <laughs> well, and you know, all of these too are, are um, all of the these terrible kids. They're all archetypes, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. it is a single character trait, and, and that is the trait they're being punished for. And, and every kid would recognize. So this behavior at their oh, yeah. school. They've right. all seen mm-hmm. or on their and block. experienced yeah, yeah. and occasionally exhibited. Yes. I yeah. Like that um <clears throat> the, the, the girl on Bob's burgers who's always sucking on her um Oh yeah. Her um, pacifier. Pa- well no it's or, a, uh, her necklace. Necklace, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that could be, you know <laughs> yeah. equivalent to gum chewing, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. It's just annoying behavior. Yeah, annoying behavior. These, so, these kids these days, I tell you. The shortest track, other than Lermanov, <laughs> is Wonkmobile, which I don't recall from the, the movie at all. That was that like weird elevator contraption. Or? Like it was a big old. How do you describe it? It almost looked like the Beverly Hillbillies car. It was yeah. like this big multi level oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it had that. like yeah. soap bubbles spewing out of it. And he, uh, it's, it's a very strange piece. It's kind of like that, you know, crucifixion scene from Jesus Christ Superstar where you just have like sound effects and <laughs> yeah. bits of dialogue floating in and out. It's not really a song by any stretch. Kind of fun house. Yeah. But, you know, you get Liss doing his weird 
muttering laughter thing. I'm surprised he hasn't actually been cast in like a movie, a small bit part. He actually he was. Oh, he was well, in a movie uh, about a giant hog that like like terrorized people or something. Okay then. I forget the name of it. A giant frog? No, a hog. 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 Yeah. Hog. Yeah. He wrote a song, uh, Boonville Stomp is one of his, on the Fungi of Fungi and Foe album. There you go. There's a song called Boonville Stomp that was in that, that movie about the giant hog. Yeah, because you, you, you I, could I not be a leading it, so man, but me, for a very specific, much like Tom Waits again. Yeah. I can, when I first heard that Primus and Tom Waits were tight, it made no sense. But the more I think about it, the, yeah. It's, yeah, it really does make sense. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, uh, um, I wonder. It's kind of. It's too bad Logan's not here because he he always often rather um, you know he's he's dismayed by terrible stereo mixes. But um, yeah. th- this one I'm in. You know I'm enjoying on headphones. I think yeah. you know I yeah. listened to it on my stereo before. And, and Les a, recorded all of this in his house. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah he has a studio called Rancho Relaxo, Rancho which is Relaxo. Uh, Simpsons, Rancho the Relaxo. Simpsons reference. Because you can't spell Relaxo without. Relax. Yes. Well, I, I'm surprised they haven't guessed it on The Simpsons, too. I could see Les showing. Well, yeah, well the show's been on for 30 years. Maybe he has. I haven't watched the last could two be, decades. Probably of it. know. They've been on there a few times. I yeah. Know. <laughs> um, or it could be, you know, you, you've cited with South Park. We are not going to touch you. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, they're kind of associated with that now. But, oh, well, Les did the robot chicken theme, too. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Which was, revenue stream? Yeah. Oh, no, oh speaking of revenue streams, apparently that that was their their saying when this album came out. It was like, we're not expecting to make money off the album. We're going to sell candy bars and merchandising. It's all about selling chocolate now. Yes. Yes. I actually have a Mr. Crinkle bar that still that I bought at the show. There you go. Oh, we should mention that they did kids shows too for, on their tour. Really? They did matinees. Oh, so like, yeah, like two in the afternoon? Yeah, for kids? for kids. They would bring kids and they'd perform the Wonka. Interesting. Show. That would have been... I, I, I hope they turned down a little bit. Hopefully. I, wonder, I wonder how that went over. Yeah, maybe, yeah, just the volume down a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah I wonder how like, many kids ran out crying. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I was gonna, well, I, I imagine that most Primus fans by this point in their life have youngsters, so they yeah. could use a babysitter if they're going <laughs> to get a night out. So Kids are, you know, kids like weird... Yeah, well, kids yeah. like the original Willy Wonka, and they do that like is, giant puppets too. So you know, that is true. They are sucker for. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, plus any you know any parent that would bring their kid to that has probably already exposed their kids to Primus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully, it's not too. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like all I've heard is Raffi, and suddenly you're in the right, middle of. You're my name is Mud. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like you read about it in the AARP and decided to take your grandkids one afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I really hope that happens. Yeah, that, that, just you know just I mean? one kid. <laughs> yeah. But I would like to yeah, follow that kid. How Grandma and Grandpa see that in the paper. They're like, oh, <laughs> oh this looks like nice. It. Let's yes. go to this. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, what happened now? <laughs> you walk in the room. I recognize that smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. At, at the matinee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, shall we get to the <laughs> the penultimate track and the final oompa, the one that tells you not to watch TV, which, you know. Yeah, you'll get no, you'll get no, you'll get no commercials. <laughs> exactly. I love that. 
I think this could be expanded to all screens. But of course, if you're watching the Willy Wonka movie, you're fine. Yes. yes. That's the exception. You can binge watch Breaking Bad, just don't chew gum. <laughs> if I wish they had done more with each Oompa because they are very similar yeah I was thinking that too and I yeah I don't know or if they combine them all but then then they're not true to the actual album and then you know they've not been reflecting the arrangements at all anyway so true I don't know I don't know this could be the most true yeah well, it depends on what show you watch. I mean, are you watching Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Then you No commercials. No commercials. With Hulu Plus. <laughs> First, the irony of this is kids are watching this on TV. Yeah. I mean, well, not this, but the right. movie. Everything. Right, yeah, yeah. Or, you, like you said, now on a phone or yeah. laptop. Tablet. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Big Brother. Big Without brother. commercials. Without commercials, yes. It is a commercial. <laughs> no. We're just going to take your data. Yeah, yeah. We don't need your, <laughs> right. we don't need your consent oh, to yeah, purchase I, products anymore. Did you see anybody eating the Primus candy? I wonder if it's any good. I think everyone who bought it saved it as a souvenir. I, I don't think some people ate it, but I definitely saved mine as a souvenir. I, I'm sure a lot of people got the munchies and ate it when they weren't planning on it. Like, oh, yeah. what do we got? All right, <laughs> no. fine, Wonka bar. <laughs> yeah, it was this, this Mr. Crinkle bar. <laughs> they could open a shop. I think they had Primus a bastard candy bar. Shop. Yeah. They had the bastard bar. They had the Mr. Crinkle bar. Did they have any pork-flavored soda? Uh, I don't know if they did or not. With mm. cans of swine. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Non-kosher. <laughs> Kansas wine. Kansas yeah. wine. Kansas wine. Kansas, Kansas of wine. wine. Yeah. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> and unfortunately, following the trajectory of the album, we have to end with another overture. But this one's underture. An underture, yeah. But this one's more uh, more exciting than the first one. Yeah. You get some slide guitar. I was gonna say, if you're gonna switch them, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah. We don't have to wait as long to get the uh, melody. Of course, it's only three notes, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't get a lot of chances to jam, so this was their last excuse. I'm sure live, you know, the 33 minutes stretched closer to 60. Yeah. I'd like to hear a pedal steal on this. There you go. I don't know what the effect that is he's got with the, the painting in the left Some right, sort of you know, flange. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. We actually we actually tried to play this in Mr. Know-It-All once, this, yeah. this version of it, and it went over about as well as you would think, which is Yeah, well, if you're well. going to see a cover <laughs> band, you don't want to see a cover band covering another band's cover. I think this is this is more uh, Pink Floyd than Cream here, or than... Um, Queen here. Yeah, definitely. It is. Yeah. Sort of. The 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 slide, the slide with the echo. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of uh, one of these days. Kind right, of yeah, like yeah. something off metal. Yeah. Yeah. That synth drop with the foot. You're listening to THX. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely Pink Floydy. You can hear it. Yeah. take their time here getting there but yeah yeah, they're building up to it they showed off the uh the three notes of pure imagination they can go where they want now (laughs) that's right we fulfilled our contractual obligation (laughs) yeah if this song came up in a random shuffle i'll I, you weren't expecting this. Didn't know this album existed. I don't know what your response would be. Is that the? I'd the probably Willy like Wonka it, song? but that's yeah. <laughs> that's my taste well, in music. Well, yeah, I, it's just well, yeah, and it's like I, I I dig that a lot. That is the best, you know. That's got the uh, this kind of more jam band quality, I guess. Yeah. To it, you know, the primus version of jam band. Yeah. This. Um, Primus is more apt to improvise than your average prog band. Which well, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, you know, they're, they're right. They uh, intricate bits and you have Spaces. wide open canvases, right? You know, you can go. You know, got three notes. What else do you need? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just run this into the ground. Three it's notes, like a, one chord. That's like every jam band ever, right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Heaven knows I've spent often enough doing that. But um. Well, um, I think it, you know, um, the outlierness of this album, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, it's definitely Primus, right? Yeah. I mean, this, well, this Primus is, could never not be Primus. It's yeah. not even like less, yeah. less solo I mean, even stuff when, is, yeah, yeah even is different. Even when less is solo, it's still. Yeah. Primus is Primus. Yeah. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. but this is, a. Uh, you know, so so in that sense, it's you know, you definitely you definitely know it's them. Yeah. It's it's not like they're um, it's not like the Ween album we did where you know it's literally country and western music. Yeah, yeah. you know that. Uh, uh, so so that that part of it, you know, is is very you know it's it, it's uh, consistent. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, you know, but but as far as um, this project goes, uh, it, it is it is still curious. Yeah. I mean, I get the childhood fascination that a lot of people have. Certainly, unless Claypool included, but yeah, he is definitely of the right demographic to have been right. And I think I yeah, I read probably on Wikipedia, um, so we could change this if we want. But but they uh, <laughs> but um, uh, um, apparently the plan was to cover cover Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I read about that too. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Flaming Lips did uh, Sergeant Sergeant Pepper. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. So uh, which would be an outlier <laughs> for them, except you know in the next album they did Pink Floyd's. Dark Side of the Moon, which I mean, Sergeant Pepper and Dark Side, the two most obvious albums. Yeah, one yeah, yeah. Magical Mystery Tour. That would be that would be more of a challenge, you know, yeah, just because it's very it's a very disjointed album. Yeah, well, it wasn't even intended as an album. It was right, like a double EP that you know the American it, audiences couldn't handle. But it could be a soundtrack, though. You're, yeah. you're covering a soundtrack, so yeah. maybe that's the. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of great album long covers. I mean, I can't even think of a lot of 
them at all, really. There's the Flaming Lips ones and um, this. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, there's plenty of albums hmm. of covers or even covers of a single artist. Yeah, but to do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, plenty of bands have done a whole album live. Well, the Canadian bluegrass band Luther Right and the Wrongs did uh, The Wall. Well, there you go. Oh, I mean, there's a... Uh, Who's the, the the reggae band that did like OK Computer and Sgt. Pepper uh, yeah. or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so those are sort of genre genre specific. Specific. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like it's a, killing me that I can't think of the name of that reggae band that did that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, a, oh, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> it'll, we'll it'll put it in the somebody's the, listening we'll to this <laughs> right now, <laughs> going, <laughs> "It's <laughs> it's Ziggy Stardust and the Whalers." <laughs> So I would say, yeah, it's like if you're... Ziggy Stardust and the Whalers, that's a great band. Uh, it's like a Bowie-covered... <laughs> It'd be like reggae. Dred Zeppelin for... Yeah. <laughs> but, um... No, oh, I would the say... Easy Star All-Stars. That there was the name of the band. The Easy ding, Star All-Stars. I got it. I got 300 it. points. I, I knew it would happen. <laughs> but I think as a Primus fan, you know, I don't know if this is essential, but yeah. I think it's, in, you know... <laughs> I definitely changed my mind since the first listen. I think it's it's it, enjoyable. It takes some getting used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guitar player in my band hates this album. Yeah, yeah. And, and I could see Primus because one yeah. thing you, if you like Primus, one of the things you like about Primus is Primus's songwriting. Yeah. I mean, it's not the main thing you like. You're probably more interested in the technical abilities, but it is one of the things you like. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a song. Yeah. Even their like like their um you know the the cover albums that they did. Yeah, like I enjoy those, but I don't but I don't enjoy them anywhere near as much as I enjoy just Primus doing Primus. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, it's just like, Oh, this is a, a weird take of, you know, yeah. The devil went down to Georgia or something, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, um, which is, yeah. Yeah. It's fun and entertaining and yeah. Um, but a pleasant diversion, but not essential. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So the real question is who's more likely to enjoy this Primus fans or fans of Willy Wonka. Ooh. Cause it's, it's, Different from both. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch for both. I'm uh, really curious how kids reacted at the matinees, if, yeah. if there were kids there. Yeah, there were probably just <laughs> sound checks that, you know, a couple of roadies brought their <laughs> their stepkids to. Yeah. I couldn't find if they actually, like, I found a quote where he talked about doing it, but I but, don't know if they actually did it. Yeah, so I'm sure there's a couple of bars and venues like, yeah, we're not opening it. Yeah. One, so you can, <laughs> so you can dick around with <clears throat> the playpen. No, we're not um, cleaning that mess up. But getting to your question, I don't know. Probably Primus fans would like it. I was going to say, because if you don't like Primus, and Primus is one of those things like black licorice, you either oh, you like love it or hate it, yeah. or you don't like it. And yeah. if you don't like it, there is no avoiding it. It's yeah. not like you can get light Primus, right, it's, right. It's either Primus you or not. Sort of like Primus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, or maybe you like the South Park theme, and that's it. And that's yeah. all you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that is all you know, and you <laughs> wanted to get to know Primus, would this be a good place to start? So I wouldn't don't... start with this one. No, <laughs> <laughs> would not. No. I'd, well, they're I'd just, hand them Frizzle Fry. I think. Yeah, they're just much. Yeah. You know, they're just more, much more of a. You know, they're they rock a lot harder than this album. Well, yeah, it mm. is an album of mostly ballads, as yeah. was the original. So, but this this is definitely representative of of their their quirky side, their willingness to experiment. And right, right, fits right stuff. right into this, right. But but I do it does make me wonder about your your earlier comment or question, which is um, what, what was the motivation? You know, I do think the motivation was uh, a love or appreciation, love or appreciation of this. 
of this movie. Yeah. The the songs from that movie. I think that was really there. Yeah. But you know, it's pretty clear from from Primus's long career that they appreciate a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so, they have not covered well, anything else. Right. Right. It goes yeah. back to this the the album that they just put out recently. Um, it's called the Desaturating Seven about the the goblins that steal the rainbow. Right, the little right. kids book. Is Les said that he just always thought that that would be a fun thing to do. And he's like, I'm not getting any younger, so he... Got to do it now. Yeah. And he ran it by the guys in Primus, and they're like, sure, what the hell? And they well, Yeah, if shot. you're in Primus, you sort of just agree with Les. I mean, yeah, exactly. Do? <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's well, like, you've done somebody the, else then, yeah. <laughs> hey, you put on the prosthetics for the, the Winona video, you can do anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you dressed up like penguins for the Letterman... Yeah, uh, yeah, performance. Did you guys see that? Oh one? yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I saw. Yeah, I saw that one that happened. Yeah, and that yeah. was like because I, re- you know, remember the old oh, Primus is going to be on. And you just looking like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I stayed up late and yeah, taped exactly. it on my VCR, <laughs> and I just remember Tim Alexander looked so pissed off that he had to be dressed up in a yeah, penguin yeah. suit. <laughs> it's going to be hard to play in a penguin suit. <laughs> Probably would be. That <laughs> uh, no, was great. Yeah. Well, do we have any final thoughts on the album? I mean, it's a good album. It's not like yeah. some we've listened to that was painful, although it did take a couple of listens to get right. to the. I think, I think it's good. The it's candy, good. you know, in the middle. Yeah, it's consistent. You know, yeah. it's got it's the the running order is good. Uh, the only the only you know the only caveat as I still think you know and maybe it's just just um maybe I just need to get over it. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought their version of Candyman. It just it's it's a little too. I get the darkness. It's a little too sticky. Yeah, exactly. A little yeah. too sticky. It could have been. They could have tried for sincerity, and it still would have been dark. And, and it, it exactly, yeah. exactly. But uh, but you know, but that's but but whatever. You know, a lot yeah. of Primus is sticky. Yeah. You know, so so mm-hmm. so um, you know, I don't. I wouldn't call that an yeah. album detrimental. Killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then and then and then, like you were saying too, Rick, is that a you know, it is a kind of funny. You know, I mean, he's <laughs> singing on that song. Yeah, like, yeah. It really. Uh, I yeah. think it helps the album's only thirty three minutes because this would be a slog if it were like yeah. a double vinyl <laughs> experience. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It. Um, my only my only problem with it is the the four Oompa Loompas. But again, how do you? Yeah. The, how do you do solve that? Solve a problem like Oompa Loompa. Yeah. How do you do all four of them and yet? Yeah. Well, not again, do them. You know, like do you combine them or do you? Yeah. Stay again, true to the the running order. And yeah. I wonder if they had this debate. They're like, do we do all of these or you know yeah, what are we doing yeah. here? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But um. Well, you know, if it's a labor of love, I think you got to do it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, they could have been. It's a labor of love. Let's just cover four songs off of it. The fact they've did the whole thing. Set this challenge to themselves that no one else asked them to do right. this wasn't the label <laughs> this wasn't the fan base this was their own self-imposed yeah and another reason to do covers is that um you um want to cash in somehow yeah it's popular it's yeah right. it, it's something that's yeah exactly Much like ryan adams version of 1989 by <laughs> taylor swift that's another full album cover well, you do that or you know you got Pat Boone doing Tutti Fruity or something, yeah. right? You know, just whatever. You're just, you just want to cash in. And I don't think, um, I mean, cause this is long enough after the Tim Burton thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that wasn't even all that successful. Was no, it? that was no. pretty much derided and so, so failed. there's, there's nothing to cash in on. No, except maybe, you know, 
that sucked. We can do it better. I don't know. Yeah, but, um, or this... everyone loves that meme where Jade Wilder is saying, "Oh, really?" <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is purely self indulgence. I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Not enough bands indulge <laughs> themselves. Yeah. But enough do that we've got this podcast. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's so. a good point. Yeah, so I think, yeah, this is, yeah, this one, um, this is not their worst. Well, actually, I don't even know that. I, I mean, I don't even know how to rank Primus albums Yeah, in that sense. It's well, hard to rank Primus albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all primacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you like that, then you got it. That's if you true. don't, that's you're true. out of luck anyway, so what yeah. are you doing? You never get... Like you said, something that's sort of primacy. Primus light. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always primus all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, how would one go about following Mr. Know-It-All if one were uh, so inclined? We are on all the social media thingies. Ah. Facebook. Friendster. Instagram. Is there a Friendster anymore? MySpace. We actually, MySpace. We actually still have a MySpace page Sweet. somewhere because we've been around that long. There you go. Um. Or we have a website out there somewhere, so you can yeah um, Google it. Google Mister Know It All Band Alta Vista. <laughs> yeah, Alta. Hop Ask on, Jeeves. Hop on Netscape. There you go. And uh, and <laughs> type into Ask Jeeves Mister Know It All Band. Uh, otherwise, you'll get the um, uh, what's her name song called Mister Know It All. Um, who's the one that Kelly Clarkson has oh. a song. Yeah, that's which I wouldn't have even known about if it wasn't the name of my band. But anyway, so. there you go. She's so, a trickster. Yep, yep. Get past the Kelly Clarkson <laughs> stuff and Come look on. for Mister Know It All Band, and we're there. And, and Kelly uh, Clarkson covering Primus. Now, we'll, see, that'd be all right. I, I that would certainly kinda, count for this. I would kind of want to hear that. Yeah, actually, I, I, yeah, I would too. That would. Yeah, I'd be. Really I'd like to hear anyone cover Primus. Just to, I mean, not you guys, because you guys are doing something we're different. We're just doing a tribute, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, like um. Yeah, like like you said, like Primus in a reggae style. I, Primus I mean, as a solo acoustic. Act. It, it just sounds. It just sounds like a, a complete disaster. My name is Mud. <laughs> they actually. My name is Mud. They actually did some jazz things. They they did a uh, Bob Cock and the Yellow Sock. And there they, you go. They did uh, jazz versions of jazz. Uh, oh, interesting. <laughs> you know, he was like, when I grew up, I want to be. One of the harvesters of the sea. I think before my there is this band called uh, Casualties of Jazz that does instrumental music um, of uh, you know popular bands. Well, there you go. Like that, they they did a they did a whole Black Sabbath album. Oh, I heard yeah, that. used to yeah, be yeah, a yeah. thing back in the like, so early like a B3 60s. three player. Or right, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, I wonder yeah. if you could you know do that with Primus tunes, but um, you know, but then why you can listen to Primus yeah. exactly. or Mister Know It All? There you go. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Nodal is really awesome too. If you're in the Denver area, yeah, uh, well, thank you. Check it out, definitely, definitely. And um, is there anything else we need to plug or want to plug? You're also got a Cars tribute band I actually, that you do occasionally. I play keyboards in a Cars tribute band called Double Life. Did the new Cars with Ted Rudgren ever record anything? because uh, that would definitely be a, a the, candidate. I know that the like the three remaining or four remaining members yeah, whoever's did left. uh but i don't i don't think i ever heard it i'm a little i'm a little scared to hear new cars without um ben or in it you yeah. know um you know the album the re- album they released after or died it was actually pretty good was it yeah yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it yeah it's a uh, kind of you know i wish there was more guitar on it elliot easton's very underplayed on the on the album but the yeah. songs are really good so i just uh, you know watching rick okasic uh sing 
Benor stuff. It's it's like oh yeah, sad. well this is well this was all new, right? It's yeah, like, I, I can't remember. I can't even remember the name of it. it came out maybe six years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah something. see, I'm afraid to listen to that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should just. But it was it. a Cars album. It wasn't a you know it wasn't a, a Benjamin or or no excuse me a Rick Ocasek solo. Yeah, yeah. Huh. that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, in uh, that case, I guess we will uh, wrap it up for the week and. Hope you all join us next week when we try and figure out who this artist is. If you're looking for a night out on the town, you just found me. I'm a 65 million dollar circus tragedy. <laughs>